Well, my church family, the readings this week all speak of fear. And I think we all know something about fear right now, don't we? We're swimming in fear these days. Our entire country seems to be full of fear. Economic fear, health fear, fears of racial strife, social fears, isolation, depression. We have been so close and intimate with fear these past days, these past weeks and months, and we know how easy it is to be afraid. And this is not a new phenomena. Just look at our readings. In Jeremiah, we see a man and a prophet who is afraid. Jeremiah is caught in this struggle between faith and doubt, despair and hope. He can choose to forsake God. He can choose to abandon this message, this message from God. But he doesn't. He risks sticking out like a sore thumb by preaching the word of God to the people of Jerusalem. And then we see in the responsorial, the psalmist, they're persecuted, insulted, shamed, spit upon. Is it any wonder that the psalmist is afraid to speak? Would any of us, any of us at all, want to speak in the face of that? But then we hear the words of Jesus and of Paul. Fear no one. As Christians, as people of God, we know that fear is not the end. Our Christian story is not one which ends in fear. It ends in hope. It ends in Jesus Christ. Jesus tells us, be not afraid of the men and women of this world. Three times, three times in this gospel, he tells us we should not be afraid. He assures us that if we are faithful to him, he will be faithful to us. If we speak for Christ and for what he teaches, he's going to speak for us. Now last week, if you were in on the call, my brother James Pierce Cavanaugh spoke to us about Christ's real presence among us in the Eucharist and how appropriate it is that this week Jesus reassures us that we do not need to fear because he is truly with us. Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. In our pain, in our suffering, he is there. When we are thirsty, he gives us water from the wound of his side. When we find ourselves unable to breathe, he gives us the divine breath, which is the Holy Spirit. When we are lying broken on the ground, gasping for life, Jesus gives us the gift which St. Paul speaks about in Romans. He gives us life. He gives us himself. But with that gift comes a choice. Each of us in our own lives and with our friends and our families, our co-workers and communities are called to preach Jesus Christ or to not preach Jesus Christ. And it is precisely here that we begin to fear. We begin to become afraid. We're afraid to preach. We're afraid to speak because we're afraid of being unpopular, of sticking out, of marking ourselves as different than the world. Now, every Monday night, 
I lead a small group of young high school women in studying the Bible, the scariest group of, that anyone could lead in my imagination. And each week I present them with some challenges. This past week, I asked them how they wanted to pray more. And one of them, one of the bravest, said even though her family didn't pray before meals, they simply never have, she wanted to start doing that. Now, maybe we think that's a small thing, a little thing, but to God, it's the biggest thing. She's, not, she's afraid, yeah. She's afraid to stick out and be different, but she's not letting that fear stop her. And that's courage. Walking forward in the midst of fear, even when it's all around you. And so the scriptures ask us all, me included, a simple question. What do I fear? And what courage am I being called to today? As Christians, we're called to live by faith, but too often we live in fear, don't we? And yet, it is when we are experiencing this fear that Christ comes and speaks to us in our darkness. And in that darkness, Jesus tells us about himself. And what he tells us in the dark, we are called to proclaim in the light and not to hide who we are or what we believe. What Jesus whispers to us in our hearts when we are alone with him, we are called to proclaim to a lonely world. But what does he whisper? What does he whisper to you and to me? He whispers to us of divine love. It is so appropriate that this month is the month of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, and that the Feast of the Sacred Heart is this very Friday. And let me tell you, the Sacred Heart of Jesus Christ is big enough and strong enough to swallow your fear, your doubts, your anxieties. And his sacred heart will do more than drive your fear away if you let it. It will transform your fear into courage. It would have been easy for Jeremiah to listen to those whispering voices. He could have gotten out of his position easily. He could have chosen to live for himself instead of God. All he had to do was renounce the message. All the other prophets were pretending things were okay, that things are fine. Come on, Jeremiah, just toe the line. But he didn't. He took his fear and he let the Lord, he let God transform it into courage. It would have been easy for Paul and the apostles to toe the line. All they had to do was stop talking about Jesus and they could live. Easy enough. But instead, they let God take their fear and transform it into courage. Even Jesus, the Son of God, worried and was anxious in the garden before his crucifixion. But he didn't let that worry or that anxiety stop him. And neither can we. Fear often keeps us from speaking out, from proclaiming Christ. I remember before I joined the Dominicans, when I worked for the newspaper, it was tempting to say when asked about my faith, Oh, I'm a Christian. But don't worry, it's nothing too serious, nothing to be concerned about. 
It's not like I'm a radical or anything. But Christianity, faith in Jesus Christ and the love, the gift he has given us, is precisely the thing we should be worried about. It is radical. If we sell this love, this gift, cheaply for pennies on the dollar, we must not really have treasured the gift. We must not have really treasured Christ. And so maybe we were given the opportunity to protest some evil, to take a stand, make a statement, and instead we kept silent. We forgot that what is done to the least of us is done to Christ. Or maybe instead of loving our brothers and sisters, we live a life of bitterness and resentment, always looking to get ahead, never willing to give up the past, never willing to forgive. And is that what Christ taught us? No, it isn't. Christ taught us love. And on the cross, he gave us an example of perfect love, which casts out fear. And there is nothing, nothing that can separate us from that love of God if we are willing to enter into God's heart. And his perfect love will not only destroy our fear, it will change us. And we will become the intimate and the close friends of God. It's not that the persecution we face in our daily lives and in our work is insignificant. But we know, we know that our God and our God's love and friendship with us is so much greater and so much stronger than anything this world can throw at us. And so we come again to the question, what do we fear? What courage are we being called to today? Not tomorrow, today. Only you can answer the question. Amen.